This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. This week's question time for the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Dr. Ken Watkins on email. How could David Barham have misread the Alistair Clarkson situation so poorly, or did he really think he could secretly sound out Clarko? Well, I don't think he was ever intending it to remain a secret. I just think he rushed off to do it before he told. I don't think he was ever going to not tell him, was he? Not tell his coach? Yeah. Uh, well, he took a while to do so, and seemed yeah. to only do so after it was pointed out to the public that yep. he, in the public that he probably should have. Um, the Steve in Hong Kong says the patch up coffee has worked absolute wonders for Damo. He's now well inside the North Tent. Thank you, Steve. Oh, we have identified that on the main body. His question: When did Sonia Hood agree to Damo's request to have the scoop on the deal being done with Clarko? And did Damo request for an exclusive interview with Clarko, which must have been turned down? And finally, how would Tom Brown, Tom Brown, and Mitch Cleary? Mitch Cleary, he says, be coping with missing out on getting the biggest news story of the year first. We have discussed all of this, Steve, unfortunately, through Hutchie's weird lens uh, on the main body of the sounding board. So I'll just refer you all back to there. But I will say that story did not come from North Melbourne, and and that is a hand-on-heart comment, as all the comments I make on this particular program are. What I'm going to do next week, Steve, is the lovely Jane, who does a brilliant job producing this podcast... And it's almost back to full fitness. Jane is going to play the role of Sonia Hood next week. I will play the role of Damien Barrett. And we'll take you inside how the patch-up coffee started <laughs> and the concessions made and how they both agreed that Ben Buckley was at fault and all the rest of it. So I'll, we'll come to that next week. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an, an absolute idiot. Uh, Lee Eustace, who, who does listen to this show and does like it. And, Lee, I've got to get back to you on another email, so I apologise for taking time. Last week's Clarko Presser, we, we saw Tony Jones ask the first question. Was that sharp journalistic craft by TJ to get in first, or is there an unsaid hierarchy of who gets to ask the all-important First few questions at big presses. Good question. That, that, that's a really good question because there is that big dog in the room feel, isn't there, to, yeah, there to is. these moments? <laughs> yes, I'll tell you what there is. It's like it's like an ocean. You look around and go, where are the sharks? <laughs> oh, there's, there's a hammerhead over there. His name's TJ. <laughs> I'm going to let him go first. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that, but I'm glad no, at least not... picked up on that. That's that's good detection, Lee. Well, there's, I reckon there's two types of first question askers. There's yep. the big personality who just assumes they're right. And then there's the um, the lack of emotional intelligence person who just goes first anyway, thinking that they're entitled to. There's so many questions about this patch-up coffee, Hutchie. I'm, I'm starting to get annoyed at you with the rubbish you put out there <laughs> as fact on this show when, you, when you've got the tongue in your cheek the whole way through and you think it's funny that people believe it. Um, this is what I like from Jared Moore The whole Twitter. question sheets are about this patch-up coffee. Jared Moore via Twitter. How can Damo be so hard on Mark Rashido for his role in the Adelaide Camp Saga? And yet, still think Don Pike is a good candidate for vacant coaching roles. I'll tell you what, Jared. Uh, Don Pike has very sincerely now apologised for whatever role he had in it. Mark Rusciuto may have apologised, but uh, nowhere near to the sincerity levels of Don Pike. There's a good question here from Anthony who talks about Mark Robinson's column on Monday and the likes and dislikes. And as Anthony points out, Mark asks you this question, Damo. No, I'm only joking. I'm sort of trying to get a bite. <laughs> I'm trying to find out where the question is, and you just made it up. Uh, do you think this is Denim Samaras? Do you think some of the media coverage of the Ben Rutten fiasco deserves scrutiny? While Lesson then is ultimately responsible, the hearsay and baseless speculation only added to the circus. Denim, I have got no idea what you're asking here. I mean, everything that I recall um, being said and written about Ben Rutten played out. Uh, was there anything in that Hutchie that didn't play out the way 
I think most media people predicted. Yeah, no, there, there were some mistakes. Uh, Which Denim, one? Oh, coach. sorry, 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 Denim. Is he referring to the Neil Mitchell tweet? Okay, sorry, sorry, Denim. I take yep. sorry because we did discuss that. Yeah, he did. He did coach in the end. Daniel Dean Syracuse didn't, and yep. the, he was gone six days afterwards, and the vote didn't happen until Sunday. So that if you're was... referring to that, Denim, sorry, good, good point. Um, yep. The rest of it, though, I will be defensive of everything else because there was a lot of general population people, Hutchie, having a crack at the media over adding to Ben Rutten's problems. Yep. But we were only relaying what the club was doing. I, I, I had I was very defensive of the media last week on, the, on that front. Um, keen to get your views, guys, on polarising media figures and their value. This is Brad Budge on email. How much value is put into the audiences or is it all about talking points? How can you put a number on that individual being popular or people engaging with the product maybe out of spite? It does go on. Um, he has referenced specifically Kane Corns. Hachi, can you – or should we should we park this topic for, for wider We've discussion? We've talked about a little bit along the way. Yeah, we have. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good topic, though, because it's never been more prevalent, I think, in the – in the sporting media marketplace right now, than than the than the polarising view having massive value. Yeah. So there's the individual and then there's the product. So let's use AFL 360 as an example. Can we use another one? Jared Jared Whateley and Mark. Let's Robinson. use let's use another one. Let's use another product. They are different. Let's use the Sunday Footy Show. There you go. No, I'll, I'll, I'll answer it the way I choose. Thank you. Jared and and Robbo are different. They see the world differently. They have a different style, and that is part of the charm of the product. Now. The viewers of 360, some love Robbo, some don't like him at all. But I doubt those that don't like him don't watch it because of that. It's part of its charm is the point of difference between the two, and that's why it's a brilliant product. So it's not always just about the person, Brad. It's about actually the way the show's produced, put together, and the the, um, product around it. (laughs) I have to ask this question, Archie, even though we're about I to I think polarising people do make good, make good content. Provided it's not gratuitous. Provided it's not mean or yeah. know, over the top. Sean Delaney on email. One of the biggest disagreements ever on the sounding board has been the Usain Bolt to the Central Coast argument. Oh, good good point, Sean. I now see Hutchie is talking about Cole Chalmers as an AFL rookie. You're not, are you? On the back of these cross-sport promotions, when will Hutchie sign Australia's most clickable man, Nick Curios, to the Wildcats? So I think this is a great, <laughs> He's onto something, actually. great attempt to clickbait, Sean, because if I say yes right now, yeah. would you look it's... on Sean Delaney on email's behalf? Would you consider signing Nick Curios? And so I – well, two things. First of all, we're the Perth Wildcats, so we're an elite brand with an elite team. So he wouldn't get a game for us. Second is – Well, he might have last year. Not actually, in, you missed the finals for the first time not, in 35 years in, after your, you took it over. We're not as in need as, of a stun as the Central Coast Mariners were or the Gold Coast Suns, and that's for sure. And the second thing is <laughs> – Not as in need having, of a stun. And I say all this tongue-in-cheek. The second thing oh. is – Having watched him play in this City Kings celebrity game. Yeah, where he got polarised. Doesn't change the ball. <laughs> okay. Well, that's or an, what you're... Or an, or an unselfish team at Perth. So, Sean, uh, the answer is no. Have you said recently somewhere that Cole Chalmers might be enough for a rookie again? Well, I asked you've a question been, here on the questions last week, I reckon. You've been big on this even before he won Olympic gold. The first time. What a minute. Was it a good call? It was a good call, bad call in footy class. Oh, was it? Than, yeah. Okay. When the footy show was still going, you, you were big on that story. And I think you're onto something too, by the way, back then. This has been the Sounding Board <laughs> Questions of the Week. Good question, Sean. Good question. You won't miss a chance to ask ask any questions if you drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.